If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you once again by BetMGM Nevada. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well, producer number five and eight. We just saw Fake White in the studio for the first time ever. Why do you think that was, Jeff? Any ideas? I don't know either. Usually, I think it has to do with horns. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Burn Orange? Burn Orange. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Vinny Maliulo, Chrissy Andrews, still to come in studio uh, this hour. Chrissy making a special Friday appearance on the show. Can't wait for guesting lines this year. Looking forward to that. Uh, and we'll also hear from Ben Wilson. Ben Wilson will be in studio. Ben Wilson to talk college baseball. And again, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is quite the, uh, it's quite the stretch around here between the, uh, the Warriors. Again, all bets are different, right? The Warriors made... Early in the regular season uh, for me to win it all. That got home. Obviously, the Boncaro Mishugas from this past week and from the past 24 hours, which, again, chronicled beautifully by Ben Fox at vsin.com. Check out his article. Uh, Drew Densick is in there. Bill Krakenberger in there as well. Uh, both who cashed alongside um, on this show here in the last week. Uh, and then now there's Ole Miss. Ole Miss on the horizon as a 100-to-1 shot to win the College Baseball World Series. A 2-of-3 series with Oklahoma. Jeff, all I did yesterday between this show and the draft itself, right? Because I had <laughs> I had the Boncaro thing going and Ole Miss. June 23rd. Who would, again, who, in the, who would think in a calendar that June 23rd would be one of your biggest decisions? Um... In 365 days. And so I just sort of sat there and I watched Ole Miss every pitch, getting Ole Miss home. They do get it done two to nothing against Arkansas. Just a beautiful pitch game by Delucia for Ole Miss getting the Rebels to the finals. Uh, and then just quiet, just checking the odds all day. And then the Woj backtrack that sent it home first uh, in the mix, followed by he's your front runner. What a day. Are you doing anything with Oklahoma? So this is the this is what I'm you know I haven't done anything yet I didn't do anything yesterday right people ask did you do anything yesterday nope what for for the first pick there's nothing to do yesterday for the first pick though no 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 I'm oh. talking about for Ole Miss oh, now you're talking about Ole Miss Arkansas okay. yeah because yes. Ole Miss was in an elimination Correct. situation Correct. and the answer is I didn't do anything um, because I knew they had their ace going and I, I was confident in that best of three will I do anything before game one eh, probably not. Might I do something before a game three? 
If it came to that, yeah, it's a different story. But we'll be in here on Monday for that. That's a whole other subject. But believe me, it's rattling around in my head, that's for sure. Jason Weingarten joins us now from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. You can follow him on Twitter, at Spreadopedia. He, of course, is the host of the Wide World of Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Sorry I can't get the, the video working. I can't hear you through my, uh, my earpiece this morning. Oh, that's not good. Well, we're glad we have you via the old Alexander Graham Bell invention of the uh, telephone. We, uh, we still got that working. So you know where I'm going first here with this. Obviously, this has been uh, quite the stretch for Shohei Otani. Uh, arguably, and I'm not sure how you argue against it, quite frankly, but arguably the best statistical 24-hour period in the history of baseball. Between what he did first as a hitter, two home run, eight RBI game, followed by what he did on the mound in an eight-inning, no-earned run, two-hit performance in which he threw a career-high 13 Ks. Now, Aaron Judge gets the base-winning knock in a dramatic Yankees win last night in the Bronx. Where do you stand on, and I'll give you choices, A, reasonable minds can disagree, B, oh, it's Aaron Judge because he plays for the Yankees, and that's always going to be a bias for voters, or C, there's no debate here. Let's be honest. This is ridiculous. Shohei Otani is just on another level, period. Where do you fall? There's really no debate here, um, but I think I think that when I say stuff like that, people take it to mean that I don't think Aaron Judge is good, um, and that's entirely not the case. You know, he's having an incredible season. He's an incredible player, and he's going to get paid a lot of money this off season. It's just he doesn't also pitch, and he doesn't do hitting and pitching well. Um, in this case, and it's just a thing about, you know, betting and odds, you know, I only care about this because it's a betting market. Otherwise, you know, it's just a debate that, that has, you know, no real meaning or impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a, bet- from a betting perspective, still getting four to one or four and a half to one on the best player in baseball alive is insane. You know, I'm, I'm fairly confident that this is something I'm going to bet more money on. You know, in the coming days. That's that was my next question because I plan on doing it too. I think I'm going to add more to Otani. You're you're of that same of that same notion, and I think one of the points that you make that you know again people are people are going to have their opinions, but when you talk about the voters themselves and how you know it was unanimous last year, and you just very rationally talk about that aspect of it, the fact that it was unanimous last year. The notion that that somehow would, you know, somehow get eroded enough to not be an Otani vote seems a peculiar one just on that assessment alone, right? And not only that, but he's he's probably overall playing slightly better. He's pitching better year over year. So if you think all of a sudden the the voters, remember there's only 30 Baseball Writer Association voters to, to begin with, but... You think year over year they're going to go from unanimous MVP to oh no judges the MVP this year because he hit a lot of home runs and the Yankees are are winning a lot of games which both are true but um, I, I just don't see it I, I could be wrong but I'm just handicapping the the voting body here and you know four and a half to one if there's a five to one out there I if anyone wants my business you know I'd gladly come to wherever to bet it if I can get a better number but. 
Um, I just don't understand what what's going on right now, other than people like Aaron Judge and think he's going to win. Yet you would concede. I'm just trying to get a little concession here from you. You would concede that you'd feel that much better if the Angels actually got into the postseason, right? Absolutely. I'd also feel much better if if Aaron Judge had a bad week or two. Um, you know, like it, it 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 would make me feel better if I could control all these things. But at the end of the day. All I'm looking for is Otani to remain healthy, and I'm yeah. looking for benchmark numbers from Otani. And a playoff appearance would really seal it, I think, because that would be something that they did this year that they didn't do last year. But, you know, I, I don't really see what, what we're even arguing. And I know it's going to be a long summer of continuing to argue this, and people are going to write, you know, the same stuff they wrote about Vlad last year. But, you know, it's, 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 look at what's in front of you. It's not a trick question. We already... We already have the answer. Yeah. It was the unanimous MVP last year. Don't overthink this one. We all we already have the answer. Don't overthink this one. I love that. How about Cy Young? Are you betting Otani to win the Cy Young at, at much longer odds? Twenty two to one last I saw. I already did. Um, that was one of my two bets before the season. Actually, my my two AL Cy Young bets before the season were McClanahan and Otani. So I'm more or less happy with what I got in the AL. I've added a couple couple small guys, but I'm I'm doing pretty well in, in that market. Who are the uh, small guys you added, Jason? I don't know, like Logan Gilbert, uh not none of the Blue Jay guys. I'm trying to think. Someone else who's who's near the top. Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting. Okay. Uh what bets did you make for today? Phillies. Got Phillies minus uh minus one twenty three. I like that a lot. Fading uh continuing to fade Mackenzie Gore of had some success doing that recently. And uh, Braves, bet Braves plus 118. You got Dodgers on the road. I think, uh, think that's an interesting one. And I'm really I'm looking at the Pirates. I was kind of hoping I was going to get a better price. Plus 185 is what I got now. But uh, if it gets a little higher, if it gets into the 190s, I'm going to play the Pirates against, against the Rays. Yankees adjusted season win total, 106. Over, slightly juiced, minus 120. What do you do? I mean, I looked at their schedule, and they just have so many, so many, you know, not good to bad teams that they get to beat up against. That number is not out of reach. It's just not not a very bettable number, you know? Dodgers, 99. All of these at William Hill, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Eric Biggio and the great job they do at William Hill. And thank you for taking big Paulo Boncaro bets, by the way, guys. 99. Dodgers. Same thing. They they have the 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 people to get there. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't give you much wiggle room either way. Is, it, is they have a Reds number up again? Uh yes, they do. Reds sixty six. Sixty six. That's way too high. That should be should be a couple wins lower. Sixty six. Yeah. I might I might bet that again. I bet like sixty four and a half. I might I might bet sixty six. All right. Any other requests? I'm taking requests on teams. You got another request? I'm just looking. I want to bet more on Otani, but I want I want the best numbers. So if there's any any folks out there in Vegas that want me to come by next week, you know, let's, let's <laughs> Jason, do some you, business. Yeah, uh, you go right ahead. You use this show as your platform to ask for for bookmakers to take bets. That I am I am all about that. By the way, Wide World of Wine Garden podcast. We don't stop and uh, and ask this enough. How many episodes a week are you doing now? Uh, as many as I can. I've having some trouble with the. Uh, 
the audio stuff right now, but we're going to get one out today. I got, got user questions, listener questions coming, um, all sorts of stuff. It's, you know, it's just, it's, some, sometimes it's just there's, there's only so much talk about futures, but then other times I can just talk about them all, all day, and there's, there's really a lot to talk about all the time. No, hey, no question about it. Listen, as I said, this is late June, and I've never had a more exciting stretch of sports betting, perhaps ever. So, I mean, that's that's again, that's the the fascinating part about this. It's always interesting. Jason Weingarten, everybody at Spreadopedia on Twitter. Thank you as always, Jason. Thanks for having me. A lot of fun. Jason Weingarten, the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, a must listen. Available where all podcasts are distributed. Ben Wilson in studio, college baseball next. Numbers Gay Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash summer. It's Gil Alexander. Ben Wilson in studio. How you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm great, Gil. This you. Is, this is, I can't believe we're actually here. <laughs> and I was filling in for Jeffrey. Yeah. Was, what is it? Three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And to think that we're now at this point where like Ole Miss is still here, where I, you know, I could not have ever imagined the picks going as well as they, uh, as they have. It's been, I mean, I've been on the right side of every bit of variance here, but at the end of the day, I mean, the teams we liked at the start, like they've all kind of lived up to expectations, and now two of the teams we were on from the beginning, Oklahoma and Ole Miss, like this is it, and here we go. It's it has wild. it has in addition to the futures, right? And and again, 
from the Warriors to Boncaro to to Ole Miss, it's increasing mm-hmm. dollars, right? The whole thing. Yeah. But the day-to-day markets in these college baseball, and the, not only the World Series, but the regionals and the Super Regionals before that, can't stress enough, and this is for next year for people, but can't stress enough how the market is illiquid, illiquid enough, where I don't know if it's the alumni of certain schools dominate over other alumni, where, again, I'll take like Southern Miss versus Ole Miss. Southern Miss just kept taking money. Ole Miss was dog prices every day. Oklahoma, dog prices early, talking regionals mm-hmm. and super regionals. Uh, Arkansas, same thing. And you could bet these, and we did. And by the way, we bet a lot of overs, too, when those were working out. So, I mean, in the end, forget if you, even if you didn't have a future. What a great thing this has no, been. No question. Well, you, I mean, did you see yesterday? Everybody was running to bet Arkansas. I mean, Everybody. it was like, wait, you have one of the best pitchers in the country going for Ole Miss. A team who didn't, who had, who had a pretty significant bullpen advantage as far as the arms available to them, and the thing I loved about that game was Ole Miss hits. I mean, they hit righties nearly 300 and mm-hmm. lefties like 240. And Arkansas used all their lefties except one in that first game that they had to win on uh, on Wednesday. So it just didn't make much sense. And I mean, Arkansas still pitched really well. Nolan was a stud, but. You know, you get some of these line moves, and you just sit there. You, you sit there, and you're like, "What? What are these people? What, what do people see in this? Because it just doesn't make sense. These are coin flips no at best, right? And that was yet another one. You could have. I mean, I bet. You know, I bet it at minus one hundred five. But you could have got I, plus I bet money plus at the end. Plus one hundred five. Yeah, you could have got plus money at the very end. By the end, I couldn't resist it. I'm like, okay, I guess yeah. I'll add here plus one hundred five. Yeah. yeah. The the. Uh, by the way, people got the run line home. I think that was like minus one twenty. I mean, it was just unbelievable. <laughs> or, or, or or excuse me, yeah. plus plus even uh, in, yeah. even more. So. I mean, but I think it really does come down to the how liquid these markets are and how illiquid they are. And that's, that's again, just the theme of what we're talking about with the draft and other things. Like, every one of these things is a different environment, and you have to be able to suss out, right? There's a reason why they'll take $5 bajillion on an NFL game, right? It's the most efficient market going. These are not that. These are not that. So Jeff asked me a question earlier, and we'll bring in uh, Jeff Parlay as well, because I want to get Jeff's thoughts on the draft, because you guys did primetime action last night. We did. Night. Oh, did we have, what a did great we have night. a ball or what? what I mean, a, that was... What a great night to do that It took me like three show. hours to unwind last night. I, my head was just like... In, I mean, it was crazy, trying to... Fu- everything going on, and I mean, I know you've, you've been through this many no, a time. No, but this is... Uh, yeah, you're, you seized on it. Exactly. Like It took me... The whole buzz of the Boncaro thing took me like two or three hours to come down from. Only this morning am I like, okay, now it's all about <laughs> right, Ole Miss, right? right? But you guys, you had a great night to do primetime action. And what we missed earlier, because I asked Adam Stanko his thoughts on winners and losers here, which, you know, is, is a ridiculous exercise the next day. But Jeff is <laughs> Jeff is a Knicks guy. Oh, I'm not. No? No. Not anymore? Now, never, never, never really was to begin with. What is your basketball team? Was the Nets, and then they moved to Brooklyn. And I went to college in Missouri. So I don't, I don't really have that... It's much more enjoyable sport, enjoying a sport without rooting interest. Jeff's That's a spirits of St. Louis fan, clearly. Yes, apparently, that, yes. On that answer. But, hey, but clearly. The great, do you know the greatest uh, St. Louis spirits interview conducted ever? I Bob, imagine it had to involve Bob Costas. It did. Bob Costas interviewed Marvin Bad News Barnes. Oh. Do you know this story? Is this the, uh, I went oh, back. Oh, oh, oh. Don't give the punchline away. Well said. <laughs> so in those days, right. ABA games, right? Mm-hmm. They... You know, they had little jumper plane, you know, little flights because they're they're not mm-hmm. going very far. And I don't know if they had a game in Omaha, maybe or something. It was, I don't. It was Louisville. Louisville, thank it was you. Louisville. And so Matt Marvin Bad News Barnes uh, saw the itinerary 
and because they were going back a time zone, so like like flight left at let's say four forty three p.m. arrives in Louisville at four twelve p.m. Right, right, Louisville time. Anyway, Marvin Bad News Barnes said he goes he goes I'm taking the bus, and Costas was like why? And Marvin Bad News Barnes goes he goes because I ain't getting a no damn time machine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Marvin, Bar- Mar- Marvin Barnes, if he played he today, would be absolutely beloved by NBA Twitter. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a great story. What did you make- lot of, there are a lot of great uh, documentaries, by the way, on uh, the Spirit of St. Louis. Oh. You know those guys? Was it, was it the owners of the Spirit of St. Louis? the owners who got all that money, yeah. Who are still, still making money. money from the NBA. Yep. Probably so one of greatest, a lot of it. One greatest of the, business deal of all time. Of all time. In sports. In anything. Or I maybe even anything. In anything. Certainly in sports. Yeah. What? A, what? It's just yeah. It's, it's an amazing story. Anyway, the Knicks though. Oh, they okay. Were, not I mean, your they, team, but what do you think? Laughable last night. I mean, they legitimately traded everything and ended up with nothing last night. The the team that I thought that did the best though was Oklahoma City. I did too. I thought I'm surprised they did great. didn't start with that because they didn't they didn't panic when Smith didn't go one. They stuck to their thoughts and took Chet Holmgren, which is perfect for that type of team. I love J- Ben and I talked about this last night. I love Jalen Williams. That's my dude. Guy love is that an guy. Awesome score. Now let's see what type of role he gets in the NBA. But that guy's going to be quite good. And then uh, the, the kid from France, Jang, who they got in the trade for the Knicks, raw, but they're not ready to win yet. I thought Oklahoma City had had as good of a draft as anyone. Detroit as well for sticking with Ivy, not trading him, keeping him, uh, getting Durin in that trade from the Knicks as well. Isn't it interesting that Detroit was like, yeah, we want to pair Ivy with Kate Cunningham, but but the Kings were like, yeah, I don't know if we want to pair him with Darren Fox. Well, again, we're, we're, we're dealing with the Kings yes. and drafts. They're not very good at drafting. And for, for Detroit, like, I, I, Ben, I made this point to you last night. It doesn't matter if the Pistons go 33 and 49 this year. If by year three of Cunningham and year two and Ivy, they're ready to be a playoff team, that's when they need to be on track. They're on track for that right now. Was Bidlin with you guys last night? Kelly Was, Bidlin? Yeah. Yes. Did he did he have a glorious uh tweet that will be forever etched in Twitter history? Do we have do we have we did Kelly's? Not, we did not oh, I, I mean, I, give look, me a minute. I you know it. it's gonna be hard to ever outlive <laughs> what he tweeted. We should have a Kelly Bidlin thought every NBA draft for those that don't know what we're talking Kelly about. Kelly Bidlin thought. Kelly Bidlin, was it twelve years ago or eleven years ago, whenever Kawhi was drafted? Uh, the famous tweet where he's like, I'm sorry. You have to do it in the Kelly yeah, yeah. Bidlin voice. But I've seen Kawhi Leonard play 10 times and Chris Singleton, Chris Singleton. <laughs> is going to be a better ball. By the way, I totally get it because I thought Chris Singleton was going to be great too. But anyway, the, re- the freezing cold takes guy f- retweets this every year. And so, I don't know. We should, it should be a decent tradition that Kelly be. Bidlin gives his thought it really should be. On, a, uh, on a yearly basis. We have it right here? Oh, Jeff is ready to put it back up. Um here it is. I'm sorry, but I've seen Kawhi Leonard play about 10 times, and if I was an NBA GM, I'd take Chris Singleton over him. And it lives in infamy because of the freezing cold takes guy. And you know, too, that was back yeah. at his ESPN West Palm Day. So yeah. you, you know that was like an A-block topic the next I day. Love that. ESPN West Palm, Kelly Bidlin, hot watch, takes. Watch what you write on Twitter. The freezing cold takes uh, guy might seize great. on it. Uh, by the way, freezing cold takes guy says it's his favorite tweet of all time, just because of the "I'm sorry" part. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so Jeff asked me a question. Then back to college baseball, Ole Miss in Oklahoma. I got the hundred to one ticket on Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I think Sweet Lou Finicaro has a ticket on Ole Miss, not as good as my number. Eighteen but he, to one. I believe. Eighteen to yeah. one. Jeff asked, "Am I going to do anything with it?" 
am I going to hedge? I didn't hedge yesterday. I had a hedging opportunity yesterday. I did not because Delusia was going. Mm-hmm. Do I do anything? My answer was I'm not doing anything before game one. I think that's correct. You, you would not, it would not make sense to do anything until you see what happens in, in game one. I, I played Ole Miss for the series price, and I just... What is the series price? Uh, it's, I, I had it minus 120 at Circa yesterday. East Coast was minus 130. Oh, and, oh, and slight favorite. Sl- very slight favorite. And I think that's probably fair. I do, and too. Look, both of these te- so both of these teams are unseated, and you kind of have to ask yourself, all right, and I've seen the narrative floated out there of like, wow, these Cinderella runs, they're just outperforming everything. Like, this isn't St. Peter's in the NCAA no. tournament, okay? These, like, Ole Miss was ranked number one in the country for a time. Oklahoma won the Big 12 and got totally screwed and shafted out of a top 16 seed. But if you just look at the season-long numbers and where these teams ought to have been, Oklahoma's clearly outperformed their baseline more than Ole Miss, just on a longer-term basis. And for that reason, and you combine as well the bullpens, and having this off day today is huge for Ole Miss, having, oh, to, ha- having to have played a monster. third game yesterday. Because Ole they, Miss has a, they spent their ace. Correct. Uh, yeah. But Ole Miss has a – I mean, they still have the – they the, they've had the best bullpen this whole time, which is why that was my pick at the start of the World Series here when we were down to eight. So they've got the arms advantage, and we, Oklahoma has not had to face the type of pitching in a, a best-of-three series like they will see in Ole Miss throughout so, this So this Ole series. Miss, in your opinion, not at a disadvantage having, having not had to spend the... I think that's kind of a lazy narrative that you're going to hear about a lot the next 24 hours. Oh, Oklahoma's got a whole day to rest, but that's not really good. Ben, this is the sound of me hyperventilating. Remain calm, Bill. Thank you, Remain Ben. Calm. Ben Wilson, everybody. Vinny and Chrissy, next. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with the BetMGM app or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, this time of week, every week, we slow jam with right. Vinny Maolio. Get the, cue the music. Oh, yeah. There it is. Remember, if this bookmaking thing doesn't work out or they change their minds at the Hall of Fame, there's always a slow jam show for you. Might go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Cleveland. Oh, I didn't introduce you as I normally introduce you now. With the Hall of Famer, Vinny Malilo, a special guest in studio. Speaking of Hall of Fame. With the Hall of Famers, plural, my mishpucha, Chrissy Andrews here as well. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. Thanks for having me on this morning. Are you guys, Well, thank you for coming. Are you guys excited about your induction? Can we start there? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. It's, what are we, it's two, three weeks away now? What is this? What's two, July three weeks, 13th, I think. Yeah. 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 Why are they doing it in the middle of the week? Because like a schmuck like me can't get over there in the middle of the week. That's probably it's, why. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how do we get how do we prevent? It's <laughs> a very good answer. You know, it's, you know, it's sold out, it's sold in. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant planning on their part, I would say. Well, congratulations to both of you. Thank well, you, well deserved. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, can we, can we, Vinny, can we show this before we get into what? Yeah, we go get ahead. Into? I know Chrissy's got a great story. Can, we, can we? Is there a way to zoom in on this? Do we have the ability to do that, guys? No. Yes. No. I don't know if we do. This is a uh, this is a Caesar's Palace laminate 
Okay, we can a little closer. Got a little bit of zoom. A little zoom, zoom, zoom on that. That is a young Vinny Maolio. So if oh, you ever, if you never thought that Vinny would have uh, dark hair or, or doubted that he did, Vinny with the dark hair. I've earned every enough. one of these D- Italian D- orange D- streaks. During the next segment, I will put it in front of my producer camera so everyone ah, can get a better view. All right. That's ah, much better idea. See, parlay, he's... Oh. he's Technical. He's back to the head of the class again. <laughs> Teacher, technical guru. Teacher's pet. <laughs> Teacher's pet. All right. Um, Chrissy, obviously yeah. you're not the regular here on Friday, so people are wondering, hey, why do we get extra Chrissy today? Oh, I have uh, a good friend of mine who's in the hospital right now, and I want to tell this story because I think it'll put a smile on his face. Uh, his name's Steve Astrin. Long time. He worked for me a couple different times uh, as a ticket writer and supervisor in Reno. And, uh, and we have a funny story about Steve. Steve's known as Flash. Guys that know him, we all call him Flash. Anyway, this is years and years ago, and I was trying to find the exact game. I can't find it. Maybe somebody out there will find it. But there was – oh, let me backtrack a little bit. Every Monday, I would put up the numbers. This is during football season. And I would go out and see my good friend, John Falensky, who was running the uh, at John Esquaga's Nugget Sportsbook. And we'd go in, and we'd talk about – you know, if we won, how smart we were. If we lost, how unlucky we were. You know, one of those typical things. Anyway, this was just one of those disastrous weekends. We got murdered. We had one game, and I'm pretty sure it was a college game because I thought it was a pro, but I couldn't find it. That was a pick'em game. One side favored by one. The other side would be favored by one. And the game came tied. And we all got annihilated on this game. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with Johnny, and it's a you know, bad week, and we're drinking coffee. And John's going through the report. He's going on this one game. He's looking, and he's, yeah, he's you know, MF, and I didn't, I didn't win one bet on this game. Anybody either had plus one on one side, plus one on the other side. A couple guys had picked. The best I could do was push on them. And he's going through. He's looking, looking. All of a sudden, I see his eyes kind of light up. Uh, you know what? He goes, can you believe this? At Pick'em, I had a guy buy half a point at Pick'em <laughs> to plus a half, and the guy wins the bet. He can wins you believe the bet this? on the buy. And I swear to God, <laughs> it sounds incredible, and I look back, and it kind of is. It's like a bad like sitcom. As soon as he says it, our friend Flash walks through Johnny's door. He has the ticket. <laughs> And he holds it up. We <laughs> well, I fall on the floor laughing. Johnny is pissed. <laughs> and, he, and the more I'm laughing, and the more pissed Johnny gets, Flash is loving it even more and more and keeps waving this ticket. So finally, Flash leaves. Johnny looks at me and goes, can you believe a 35-year-old man says we? And, <laughs> That's what he got out of it. And I've been saying <laughs> yeah. that ever since then because I just thought that was so funny. Whenever we have a big winner, I'll tell we. You've texted me that before yeah. when something happens. <laughs> That's the That's... origin of that. So, <laughs> Flash, uh, I hope uh, that story uh, warms the cockles of your heart. So, God bless you, Flash. Uh, awesome. Uh, you know, stay well as long as you can, my friend. And. Uh, like I said, hopefully that put you put a smile on your face. But it's something I'll remember till the day I die. It was just so funny. I, I that's awesome. I hope that he I hope that he uh, he heard every word of that. Yeah, our our good friend who Vinny knows too, Robert Kowalski. He yeah. was uh, Flash is working for Robert Kowalski right now up at uh, Baldini's. Mm-hmm. 
in Reno. And uh, so I talked to Flash the other day. Robert was there, and, you know, we talked. We had a good conversation either yesterday or the day before. And uh, anyway, I just wanted Flash to hear that story. How did he get the nickname Flash, by the way? Okay, I'll tell you why. <laughs> so we had another real good friend who has also pa- who has passed away by now, a guy from Pittsburgh. And those two were working together. And, you know, uh, 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 God, I can't even think of his you know, we used to call him the Daily Llama. His name is Dale Crawford. And Flash came in, and he started working. And, you know, me and John, well, this Flash guy, he, or, or the Steve kid, he's pretty good. You know, I think he's going to be a good – and Dale right away, he's a Flash in the pan. And ever since then, <laughs> we just started calling him Flash. And, of course, he stuck around now for 30-some years. Flash. So he's more than a Flash in the pan. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Lightning, lightning bolt. That's awesome. <laughs> was that the uh, was that the dog uh, boss's boss hog's dog on the Duke of ha- Dukes of Hazard? Also an ironic nickname, Flash. Oh, is that right? Hound. <laughs> yeah, it's always there's always good. a story behind Flash. Yeah. Is the anyway. Thank you for allowing me to come oh, on no. and tell that. That story did not make the first book, but I think it'll be in. The next book. Book number three. It'll be a book number three. Book number three. I, I keep expect Parlay to read that one, too. So. Yes. There'll be a quiz, as you like to say. By the way, still reading, then one day, I, every time I, I do a vacation, I read more. Do you? I love it. I give you a little notes on it, yeah. how much I love it. Yeah. Okay. So here, we, we have the three minutes before the break, but while I have you both. Yes, sir. So I don't know if you know this, but the NBA draft was yesterday. Was, was it? it? <laughs> You, so you guys just have you guys want want and and I'm I'm out, I'm not asking this with any any ulterior motive, but you and maybe yesterday was the greatest example of it. You want no part of this. Here is our current philosophy, and I was on last night uh, with Scott and Sean, and I said this is, I reserve the right to change my mind, but as of this moment, we are not booking anything except sporting events. That includes votes. Or, I mean, I'd book the presidential vote if that ever comes up. Uh, but, you know, like Rookie of the Year, MVP, et cetera, et cetera, or things like the draft. We're not going to be booking those because those are not sporting events. It's not a game of chance. You can have information on that before the actual event. So we are not booking that at this point in time. This will apply to the NFL draft as well? Yes, it will. You on board with this, young Vinny? Well, I think, yeah. I'll tell you why. Gil, and until it changes, even with the 24-hour rule, uh, which which is tw- uh, locking it out 24 hours in advance, somebody there's information out there that is some, when you when you're booking something, knowing that somebody knows something already ahead of time, knows the results. That's the biggest that's the biggest challenge. That's the biggest challenge to it. So, I think yesterday was a was a great example. I mean, we we made prices talking about yeah. first player. Taken right, uh, Jabari Smith was was decent favorite, not quite three to one. I think he was minus three dollars, and so I'm, I made him two seventy five. Had uh, Bancaro plus two and a quarter, and then Holmgren five, and then everybody else because really I don't I didn't think there was anybody else in, to to consider. And as it turns out, you know you saw what happened yesterday. I think there was quite you know the the run on Bancaro as if. You know the yeah I noticed it was, it. I noticed I'm, it I'm sure yesterday. you noticed it yeah, yeah I noticed you you know and what I will say is the price of you having some Bancaro tickets in your pocket is is, is a pretty significant favorite and good for you <laughs> so it was it was a wonderful day it was well, a wonderful there you day. go but now now and Chrissy just to re- repeat what you said mm-hmm. so no more no MVPs here at the South Point right. no Rookie of the Year no Cy Youngs no nothing like that in baseball even which right. you've done for years yeah, right? I have yeah. 
Uh, that's just going to be our policy at this point in time. Like and I you said, reserve I the reserve right. the right to change my mind. But right now, yeah. that's what we're going to do. Okay. All right. South Point and all books created differently. And so you have to make decisions for what you do here. Absolutely. I mean, everybody, you're entitled to run your business the way you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we do things like, I, you know, I had a dime line on the uh, Stanley Cup game the other night. We do a dime line in the Super Bowl every year. I do a dime line on the NCAA you know, tournament. So we do a lot of things that I think are very conducive to getting good action from the players, but we do some other things they may not like. Watch That's the, the way it goes. Jeff, watch this. Do you object to books who are chestier than you are, who then don't book this kind of stuff? <laughs> Just, you know, uh, chestier. It's like, Chris is looking at me like, don't ask me that question. <laughs> Coming back, more here on a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Pole Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Vinny Maliolo, slow jamming. Chrissy Andrews, Mommy Shpoka here as well. Uh, Jeff, you've got the uh, Vinny laminate now to show everybody close up of the uh, young Vinny Maolio. Look at that guy. Oh, about that. And, and not Vinny Maolio on this, Vince Maolio. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a little, st that's from uh, 91, right? The, uh, the hockey game uh, outside at oh, Caesars, oh. September, between the Rangers and the Kings. When the ice, we had to delay the game because the ice would. Was was melting. That was, happened on the east in those East Coast arenas all the time. Uh, uh, this was but this was outside. Was outdoor. Oh, what a shock oh, oh, in September, September that the ice might, might melt. Yeah, who would have thought? So we had to yes. delay the game by uh, oh my god, it was well over an hour or so. But the other part of that game that was uh, quite the uh, was probably biblical was the the uh, grasshoppers 
Remember, you know, every like ten years we had the, the grasshopper plague here in town. Remember, a couple of years ago there were oh yeah, I remember billions that. of grasshoppers on yeah. Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, it happened that night in the game. They thought it was a some like a pond or something. I guess I don't know some anthropos, some some bug guy was telling us. Some, so they come on and they guy. fly onto the ice and they die. They so you know how death. they you know how they you know when there's stoppages now where they shovel the ice the the, yeah. the crew comes out and everything. Yeah. You got the Caesars oh. maintenance team out there shoveling dead grasshoppers all over the place. Jeff was just so amazed that you were young at some point in your life. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to believe that I, at one time, you know, that uh, I was I'm more, not like more Vinnie that, Button that, going the, in back. The back hair back. looks so good in this picture. Yeah, that was uh, the hair pretty, is still uh, very good, but the and hair pepper. really exquisite there. Pretty salt and pepper <laughs> exquisite. hair. Exquisite. Yes. Wow. And yeah. again, why was it Vince? Okay, so Vince, I uh, okay, so so my mother always had an issue when they would quote me in in anything. She was like, "I didn't name you Vinny." And your name is Vincent. And I was like, Ma, she calls the the public relations department at Caesars. <laughs> That's my awesome. mother. Debbie Munch. God bless her. And she says, His name is Vincent. <laughs> she, she, got through them. The, she calls the PR department. His name is Vincent. Every time you time. I get this so I go for my credentials and I get my credentials. I'm like, what? It said Vince. So I had a compromise. I couldn't go Vinny. I couldn't go Vince. I said, put, put down. So Debbie says, well, how about Vince? Okay, Debbie. I'm like, what do you? My mother calls the public relations <laughs> department to say what's on my birth certificate. That's awesome. Good Italian mother. My, we, got called, we got called years ago. I had a music video show after Arsenio in D.C. This is years ago. And Nielsen called our house randomly. So, you know, if we do ratings, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, if you have Nielsen calls, you can jack up the ratings and stuff. And my mother, you know, they're like, oh, do you have anybody in your family that's part of the media? And, of course, my mother immediately launches into, oh, yes, my son, Gilly, is, uh, has a show. And they're like, <laughs> click. They click on my mom. Like, there you go. Jeff had a great follow-up question for you okay. about the whole thing, your your new policy here. Yeah. Yes. Forget the draft stuff because completely understand that. On the awards part of that, especially – Booking it preseason wise when we have no action and people are just betting on speculative stuff anyway. How is that? How is that in the same category as draft betting then? That isn't within the. Uh, I reserve the right to change my mind. Uh, <laughs> that's fair, and, and I think that's a really fair point. And um, I may reconsider that certainly for the NFL. So that, that I think that's a fair point, and uh, I, I may do it for that. The Jeff Parlay factor. Go. Ladies and gentlemen. I've made an impact. There you go. Yeah. You said exquisite, and then this. Kiniella. He's having a he's having a hell of a show. He's, oh, he's, oh, having, he's on a roll. I'll, I'll I thought you, you were on a roll. Man. Jeff Parlay's he's having your way. He's having Strong. a great segment. This he, is a solid <laughs> segment. So so uh, let me just uh, let me follow up on that. The handle on those things not significant enough for you to, you know. I'm mean, sure that's a factor in this, right? Let me just put it that sure. way. So he just said, like, you're like having Eddie, when our studio had Eddie Murphy on, he would like, like friends, they'll ask him a question. Eddie Murphy would go, yes. <laughs> and then he would have to fill the rest of the second. So no, but, so, but you've made that assessment. That's part of it. Well, okay. The handles one part of the assessment. How about the win and loss? Yeah. You know, we, we, we don't win often on those things. And, you know, probably, again, a mea culpa on my part, I leave those up too long. That's why I think Jeff makes a really good point. Uh, and, you know, we'll see. I'll, I'll talk about maybe putting up the MVP for the NFL once teams get to camp, and which is only a couple weeks away. You know, I think that, that may be something that I do. 
you know, and again, that's that's part of my reserve the right to change my mind. I think that is a good point. Right now, I'm not doing it, but let's see how it goes. Does this apply to Super Bowl MVP? Oh, I just cracked the code. That's a ways away. That's a Jeff Parlay question. That's a ways away. I just took the lead on Parlay this segment with that one. Wow. It's nose and nose. It's like a firm than alley You guys are pick them. The Super Bowl Bowl MVP is a juggernaut, Because the voting is like in like three seconds. You know what I mean? At the end of the the two-minute warning, they vote on the MVP. By the way, I don't don't think we make enough of that point right there. I've I've said that every year, but not enough of it, which is Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. And we've seen this. What was it? Who was the kid? Was it Damian Williams? Who was the kid with the uh, Chiefs that everybody thought was going to win oh, the award? Damian Williams yeah. absolutely should have been the MVP of that game. But they make, they vote on the Super Bowl MVP in such a tight window yeah. mm-hmm. that you just can't help but think that you can't help but think that the voters are just like, ah, Mahomes. Yeah. How about Aaron Donald last year? Made two big plays on that final drive. You know, probably should have been the MVP Could've instead been. of Cooper Cup. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. Too soon. I had Aaron Donald. That drove me crazy. Oops. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I, you know, yeah. It's, uh, how was uh, how was college baseball been going for you guys? Did you guys have yeah. futures or just game to game? No, day-to-day? no day-to-day. futures. You did yeah, have futures, futures from yeah. before the regionals or just before the World Series? I think both. Bef- yeah, yeah. Oh, you Not did. The, uh, yeah. Oh, I never saw that here. Yeah. Hmm. You never saw it. That's my, my counter's right over there, Gil. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> I never turned that. That's direction. why we put the studio here, Gil. Uh, um, I never turned that direction. You know, we went to Michael Gaughan and said, "Listen, we don't. Who needs those fifty slot machines? Just you know." So I'm. I'm but, get- yeah. Who did you want? Who do you have? Mississippi, right? I got Ole Miss. Okay. They're the favorite now. Yeah. What could are. go wrong? Oh. <laughs> um, but you got them at. A, it's like having the Astros 100, with a three hundred to one. It's a, it's a great price. I mean, I, listen, I never thought late June would be the greatest stretch ever, but it could be. Like um, I said, you're picking up the next dinner check. Yes, I, <laughs> I think I am. No, Super Bowl MVP is, is the interesting one, right? Because that's the one that I think there, that'll be your Waterloo on this, I think. Well, you'll just be like, okay, I got to put that up. Yeah. I, you know, and like I said, this is our policy for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, was it what was it about? Ye- was it yesterday that finally? So oh, no, yesterday no. was so egregious that dr- it drove it home. That was the final no, it was nail. The NFL draft. Is, oh, it was. It, it was an accumulation of multiple drafts where you know, yeah. I mean, just I was getting beat on things where people knew before I did. You know, and and, bet, and like I said, you bet. It's not. And, and like I said, I made a joke about the, you know the Yankees and Astros game. You know, okay, you have. Astros are up three runs late. I mean, it looks like a cinch. But then, oh, Yankees pull it out, you know, because it's a game of chance. It's a game being played on the field. These are not games being played on the field. Somebody can know something, you know, that has no no chance element to it. And that's my feeling on that. But I do like Jeff's point. He did make a good point. Maybe put that's up the MVP and close it fair. after week one, you know, something like that for the NFL. Or the NFL uh, Super Bowl, you know, you're going to book. You're you're going to close betting as soon as they kick off. Something like that. So I, could, I the, that's understandable. You know, Gil, you want ultimately you want you know balanced action, which doesn't happen, right? But maybe you know ninety percent of events are. You, but you at least want two way action. You know, when it, there's 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 just very little to none in in, uh, in the drafts at all. No, like I said, my point is it's not a game of chance. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I, listen, like I said, I know I was joking about it at the end of last segment, but. I listen. Every this is what I used to say back in the old William Hill model, right? Not since new management has taken over. Since new management has taken over, I can't say enough good things. But I used to say back in the day when betters used to complain about them, I'd be like, "Hey, look, 
That's their business model. At some point, you have to just say to yourself as a better, I get it, that's their business model. I can't keep complaining about it or acting like they're at fault if that's their business model. You can object to it, but they're telling you what it is time and time again. And if you're getting banned, that's also like you're irrationally wearing that as a badge of honor because the object is to keep as many outs as possible, right? So there's, I get it. Like, that's the thing. I just object to people who say one thing and then behave another way. When you, when you openly get chesty about your brand and then don't follow through on that, that you can understand why betters would absolutely. look. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You want to be consistent. I mean, you're looking for consistency, right? So I've, and I've transparency, right? And so. I, excuse me, Vinny. I no, it's interrupt you. I've come on here, and I've been very honest with things. You know, some things <laughs> yeah. we do. And I know I get guys all the time complain because, you know, we don't take as much on the app. That's what Michael Gaughan wants. What can I tell you? He's the boss. And we are not hiding that. But you come in and you know, Jimmy posts some of those tickets, you know, $100,000 tickets. I never once, and I mean, I've been here, this is over six years, never once heard from Michael, you know, from taking a bet at the counter. Jeez, did, that's, that's a big bet. Are you sure you want to take that much? I've never heard that once. Not once. You know, so if you want to come in and make, and I'm not, you know, my luck, Jeff Bezos will walk in and want uh, a billion on the Dodger game tonight. You know, but He's like, how much can I get on the app? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I mean, if you want betting on the app, yeah, your, your limits are going to be low. Would you come in at a counter? That's what Michael Gaughan wants. By the way, you know what Michael Gaughan's bankroll looks like? It's pretty good. The guy's made a lot of good decisions in his life. Yeah, This is his decision. This is what he wants. This is what we do. Thank you to you both for all the uh, the honesty and the transparency, and thank you for that story earlier. Thank right, you. Buddy. Thanks for letting me tell you. Vinny Maliulo, Chrissy Andrews, Lombardi Line Next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.